Hey shit talkers, welcome to Talk Shit with P. So obviously I'm P of Talk Shit with P. <laughs> and I am such a shit talker that I had to create my own stage. My podcast is a safe space to talk all the shits of this shitty world. And believe me, this is a shitty world with lots of shit to talk about. I sometimes shit talk by myself and no, I'm not crazy. And other times, well most of the time, I am joined by incredible individuals who do all the shit talking. Well, not all, but most of the shit talking. On Talk Shit with P, we laugh, we cry, we cuss a lot, but most important, we learn something. Well, at least I do, and I would hope so do you. So, grab a drink and join the party. Hey guys, welcome back to Talk Shit with P. So I have an amazing guest with me today and we're going to talk dating in a very different view. <laughs> so I have the amazing Lily with me and I'm going to let her introduce herself before we get into it. Hey Lily, welcome to Talk Shit with P. Hey, thank you for having me. <laughs> Go ahead and tell my guests who you are. Yes, my name is Lily Wolford. I am a relationship and dating coach that specializes in behavioral profiling and I am from the UK. Nice. How's the weather right now? Actually, it's really good. (laughs) I've been been hearing because I have a few friends in UK. I used to live in UK and they've been talking about the sun is out and it's nice. I'm like, really? Yeah, you usually have like two weeks of sun and the rest of it's rain and just miserable oh, yeah. cold weather. <laughs> oh yeah, that weather used to depress me. I do not miss the weather at all. I do miss fish and chips. So. Oh yeah, you can't beat fish and chips. <laughs> oh yeah, especially with the salt and vinegar. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> all right, so you are a dating coach who uses CIA intelligence to support professionals to date. Like, oh my God, that's that's just wow. How does that work exactly? Yeah. Oh gosh, there is so many different layers to it, but you can see different things from people's body language for starters. So body language is really, really interesting because we do things unconsciously. So even down to itching our nose is our subconscious communicating to someone else's subconscious. But it's understanding how to uh, translate that into meaningful data. So for example, you can read someone's body language to the point where you can be better than a live texting machine. So it's that accurate. Oh, wow. So um, before I continue, um, what's your relationship status, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, I'm in a relationship. We live together. We live in the countryside with our dog, Darcy. Oh, that sounds so UK-ish. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And did you use this CIA intelligence to to get your man right now? Or... Yeah, I did. So um, it was only three weeks after I learnt all this stuff, um, I ended up in a relationship. Impressive. All right. That's good to know. And how long have you guys been together? We have been together about 18 months now. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. 
And now I'm in the countryside with a dog. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and I've survived lock lockdowns. So that's always good too. <laughs> oh yeah, a perfect time too for that. <laughs> oh, yes, for sure. <laughs> All right. Um now you did mention about spotting a narcissist. So how does one go about spotting a narcissist in the dating world, especially since um first dates are always really awkward and kind of everybody trying to pretend and stuff <laughs> yes i totally agree we always like to bring our best selves to a date oh, yeah. yeah so with narcissists so when we talk about a true narcissist and because i know that word can be overused we're talking about someone who's actually got a underdevelopment of empathy within the brain so that is it's actually um something that's physically wrong with the brain so um, uh, they don't um, feel empathy like the way that we do and that's really really important to know because what you can see is when you're having a conversation with a narcissist let's say we're talking like a real sad story or you know something really really sad you know like oh do you know what i've just had this really bad day at work i've just got fired and, you know you can feel your um you know your face trying to empathize mm-hmm. with that person with a narcissist they will struggle to actually pull those facial expressions or if they do they will fall instantly off the face so when we actually go through emotions we can, we actually slowly lose emotion emotion and transition to into a new one but if we're not genuine about something like a smile for example if we smile at someone we don't like smile <laughs> just like drops straight off <laughs> oh yeah i can people can spot my fake smile from a mile like i have such a genuine smile so if i'm fake smiling it's so awkward and weird and <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> But yeah, so that's one thing we can do. Um, another thing is also looking at um, their communication style. So is it all about them? So narcissists will really struggle because of that empathy. They'll struggle to actually ask questions and to learn more about you. So it'll, it'll be like, um, for example, it'll be a conversation where they'll just constantly try to elevate their status. So, you know, if you go ask someone like, "Oh, how was your weekend?" the normal person would be like, "Oh, yeah, it was great. Thanks. We did this, we did that." And and you know, leave it at that. With a narcissist, it would be like, "Oh, yeah, I got to drive my Ferrari and we're in Dubai <laughs> and you know, the green there's this temperature and you know, it would be all this like elevated status stuff, you know, to sort of prove their their, you know, their validation their status you know how important how great they are so that's what we tend to look for and the other thing is they will really struggle with the answer no mm. yeah. so if we say no to a narcissist they will try and push it they'll try and change you know change the the goalposts to suit them gotcha mm-hmm. i've never actually thought of that by now actually makes sense when i think about it yeah <laughs> <No>. <laughs> now that you've uh, we have talked about how to spot a narcissist and um let's talk red flags cuz mm-hmm. we were kind of in there um with this new world that we live in and us trying to you know give benefit of the doubt <laughs> and kind of not give up too soon you know sometimes you're like oh you're so picky Mm-hmm. how do you put the red flags and to actually be like okay yeah that's 
Yeah. I gotta go. Yeah. So one thing I say to all of my clients before they even go into dating, and this is really, really important, is to understand the qualities and values you'd want in a person. Because often it's a bit like,、um, <laughs> you know, if we're starving, a pack of instant noodles is going to look really good to us,、oh, no,、yeah. rather than a healthy meal. <laughs> so, yeah. What we want to do is actually know exactly what we're looking for. So it's like going into a supermarket to do your weekly food shop. If you've got a list, you're going to know that you're going to come out with, you know, at least ninety percent of all those good things. If you go into、um, the supermarket without a list. You're gonna be a bit hungry. There's gonna be some, you know, chocolate and all the bad stuff that goes in there. It's gonna feel good within the moment, and then you're gonna feel really rubbish afterwards and realize you haven't got a full meal. And, it's, and dating's exactly the same. So to start off with, to understand what you really, really want is gonna help you to find it.、Um, uh, with red flags, so I think that empathy piece is really important.、Um, looking if you can actually say no and if someone respects that. I'd also be mindful of the something called、um, negging. So when someone does something to put you down, now that's really important because we're looking for the respect value in a relationship.、Um, the most healthy relationships I've, you know, with the research I've done, I found that there's four things that are really important, and they are I call them the four C's. So there's、um, communication. So having great communication between the pair of you. Consideration. So you've got consideration for you, the other person, and also the relationship as a whole. Collaboration, the way that you work together, and also compatibility. Because if you're not compatible, you're going to be pulling in two different directions, and that relationship is going to feel hard <laughs> rather than pulling in the same direction to grow together rather than away from each other. Impressive. I like that the four C's: communication, <laughs> consideration, collaboration, compatibility. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> And I keep telling people communication is key. If there's no communication, there really isn't anything else. To be honest. Yeah. It, it derives a lot from trust. And、uh, with trust, I think that's like the huge foundation to any relationship.、But、the funny thing is, not many people know how to create it. And the other side with with trust as well is that it helps us when we've when we've got full trust. It helps us to make informed decisions. So often we find when people have been cheated on or those sort of things, they feel betrayed. They feel upset because they haven't had the chance to make an informed decision. So it's almost like being able to take that, and this is why I love behavior profiling so much. You know, to be able to take that information and to see someone for who they are at that identity level allows us to make the choice of whether we want to be with them or not. Impressive. And now that we are talking about、um, behavior and all that good stuff,、mm-hmm. body language. You mentioned.、Um, Some things in your pro,、uh, in your website about body language, and I wanted to know、um, how does one pay attention to body language, especially with now、um, dating is more virtually than physically,、mm-hmm. yeah, or with less physicalness, unless it's really you know you find okay, yes, I feel like I'm ready to meet you, then you end up meeting physical, but most of it has been virtually. 
how um how does one spot share some body language spotting tips with us yeah so there's a few really good things that you can do so you can pick up so much from language patterns from just messages so um, uh, my partner and I were helping a friend recently to diagnose whether someone was a narcissist and also telling the truth from just a few text messages. So um, uh, mm-hmm. there's a real popular saying in America, you know, I did not have sexual relationships with them with that woman. <laughs> <laughs> and from that, we can tell that that's a lie just from the way that he's used those words. So there's a lot that you can tell from just even the first few messages. Then moving forward, I like to think that, um, especially with like lockdown, people are sort of doing virtual dates, doing video, um, you know, video chat and things like that. And even from there, where you can see the face, you can see the shoulders, you can see the hands, you can pick up so much information from there. So for example, um, a blink rate. So this is the, the amount of times that we blink within a minute. So on average, we blink 12 um, blinks every minute. And if we're really interested in something, if we're like watching God, no, a Netflix series that we're actually just totally absorbed in, you probably find that that will go as low as four blinks per minute. And if we're not interested in something and we're stressed and we're worrying about something or overthinking something, our blink rate just suddenly turns right up and goes really, really high. Now, what we can tell from this, if we're having a conversation with someone on a date, we can see if the topics that we're sharing, if they're actually genuinely interested. So if you started talking about your ex-partner and asking them questions about their ex and their blink rate's going up, 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 maybe they're stressed. <laughs> then suddenly you turn it down to, um, uh, you change the topic about cars or something like that, and then suddenly they're fully engrossed. They're really, really engaged in that conversation. So we can take a lot from there as well. But the thing I absolutely love is seeing if someone's telling the truth about what they truly want. So uh, how many times have we sort of like, you know, might, you might have found this in your dating history or where you've met someone and you said, you know what, I'm actually ready for a long-term relationship. And the person's nodded nodded their head and then three months later, it's all ended and over and, over and done with because they weren't ready for a relationship. That was, the, you know, they suddenly come up with this thing. It's not, it's not you, it's me, I'm just not ready. <laughs> you can... I hate that saying, they said you, it's me. Like, just, right? just tell me to fuck off, right? <laughs> and I just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but the funny thing is, from the, um, that first date, you could probably tell if that person was ready for a relationship or not if you brought that up. So, uh, you know, e- and even if they lied to you. So let's say, for example, you know, you're there, you're sitting from across the table or sitting um, on a video chat and, you know, you say, well, I'm looking for a, a long lasting relationship. Are you? And they nod their head and say yes, but actually their blink rate increases. They start itching their nose and they lean back away from the screen. That would tell me volumes from uh, just though that small reaction. Yeah. <laughs> and that's even if he says yes. And like you were saying, we want to see the best in people. So we think, oh, yes, he wants this. This is great. <laughs> Rather than picking up on the body language that's actually being shared with us. You see, I'm very, um, 
uh, uh, I'm the least to spot body language, but I'm very picky. Like I read through the messages. Like I overread the messages. I'll be like, oh, this message didn't come with the energy I needed it to have. Or oh, you sound mad when you're texting this because a little few things that you're texting me, K or just one word or something. I'm like, okay. <laughs> But now I'm going to use the blinking trick and be asking the ex-girl for a question and see how people how, how fast people are going to be asking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's going to be your fault, really. Once you see, you cannot unsee. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's such a great way to see if someone's fully engaged in that. Yeah, I'll be like, say your ass, and then look at the, the eyelashes, like, blink once, blink twice. Yeah. <laughs> I guess no wonder they start saying, like, blink twice if you need help, three times. Love it. Oh my God. Now, um, so since we've, uh, we have actually been talking about uh, the virtual dating, what's the best ways you would say? Um, today during lockdown i know most uh, especially you guys in uk are kind of still on a very much lockdown we are kind of pretty easy on in, in america life is kind of going back to to normal-ish the new normal is yeah. but what would be the best uh ways to date during these stressful times with lockdown and uh visitation or oh, some people have um curfews like in malaysia i know mm-hmm. people have limits of where to go and curfews and all that so yeah yeah so yeah what i would say is online dating still works the thing is it's more like a rummage sale <laughs> It really yeah. is. Online dating sucks right now. Like, oh my God, that's, that's getting worse than worse. Yeah. But, there's, um, uh, but when we go back to that list of actually saying, okay, what is it that you want? When you start to look at a dating profile, you can see so much from even just the five photos. So, for example, you know, if you're seeing someone who's, you know, at the gym in their profile picture, great, you've got insight on that and their life and you're seeing what they want to share with you. So you can see that they want to share like, look, I go to the gym, I'm muscular, I prioritize my health. You can read that from that person. If you're someone who's like, well, I love Netflix and I love to chill and I love to, um, you know, stay indoors, <laughs> that person <laughs> might not be for you. So it's quite good to have a, have a look at the, the, the compatibility side and the things that you prioritize in your life. So for example, if you're prioritizing your career, you're probably going to start looking at people who also prioritize their careers. You might find in their profile pictures they dress smartly. Um, You might find that they're showing you different places that they might have travelled. You know, it's sort of reading the story from what the profile is telling you. Another great thing that a profile can tell you as well is if someone is, <laughs> i trying to think of the best word to say, not psychopathic, not toxic. And a great way to do that is to actually look at the facial expressions that they're sharing. Now, um, uh, we've got an awesome person in our team, Ben Cardle, and he looks at the expression range within someone. So if someone's not smiling and uh, they just put this... Uh, just a very blank face on on all their profile on all their pictures within their profile that's going to show that that person's not quite emotionally avail- available there's not really that much empathy there it's not much 
um, connection within that person. Um, compared to someone who's smiling, who's like giggling, laughing all the way through their pictures. So it sort of shows you their personality and who they are. Very true. And I, I, I tell you ladies, when you see a guy who has so many uh, shirtless pictures, you know what he's looking for. So <laughs> I, I, I swipe left. Like I don't even read your profile when I see you have like four shirtless pictures. Like, okay, I get it. You're just looking for fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because um, like I do a lot of uh, a lot of research on certain personality types, and they say um, men. There's a high correlation of men that use filters within their, within their photos and narcissism. It's not the same with women, but it is for, for, for men. So if you see a man with like a load of filters throughout his profile pictures, there's a high chance that he's a narcissist. Mm. Ah. <laughs> yeah, because I, I wouldn't even swipe right on a man who has filters in his picture. I would understand if it's a picture with your sister yeah. or your kid and you know they use the filter but you personally you actually pick the filter and you, <laughs> I, I, I have issues with that <laughs> yeah another great one as well is um sunglasses if there's someone who's um you know got no pictures of their eyes looking at the camera or you know having the, the picture of their face that can be something because often we find that there's some people, some guys who are like DJing or they've got their sunglasses on and they don't show their eyes at all within that um, within that profile. And that sort of shares with me something like that guy's a little bit emotionally guarded. Okay, he's not really interested in that connection piece. Gotcha. I also swipe left to those because I need yeah. to see your eyes. Like... I need to see your eyes. I need to have at least one full picture of you. If you just have cut pictures, like half pictures, I'm sorry. I need to see a full. So I can know. I don't need to ask her what your height is, but I just want to know. I want to know how you dress, your shoes look like, what you like to wear, if you're wearing shorts. Because I'll judge if you're wearing shorts depending on what shirts. But I, I, I judge those pictures on, on, on the dating yeah. apps, like I really Yeah, <laughs> the thing is, it's like even from like you are saying, like the clothing that they wear, it gives you a good idea of who that person is and where they kind of fit within exactly. society. <laughs> exactly, because if you're going to date me, we need our swag to match, yeah. so I need to make sure that we belong, we are compatible in that department. Yeah. So... <laughs> And even if you're wearing sandals, I need to see how your feet clean or your, your toenails are the nasty. <laughs> like, I just, like, you might write a good profile, like I will read it, but once those pictures, like if I've seen the pictures and they're just not making sense, I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's another great thing. It's like that thing, like you say, if it doesn't make sense. Because sometimes we even have, like, you know, the whole catfishing people, you know, they put this profile up and it's not actually them or they're not who they say they are. We can see a lot within that integrity piece too. Like for example, if they say that they're really musical and they love playing guitar, yet they've got no pictures of guitar or no music, you know, no musical kind of pictures. Um, or oh, not a picture in a concert, something. Show me you really yeah. like music. <laughs> yeah. So it's really important to look for that integrity as well. Oh yeah, I uh, and what I've noticed is 
sometimes people just copy and paste their profiles because I can match with somebody and then I'll text him something depending on what they said on their profile. And they'll be like, huh? I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Like, I think um, words and bios, I think, are more important to women than men. Like, I've definitely, oh, yeah. definitely noticed. I think... Um, Women love to be able to have words to connect. Men just love pictures. Yeah. And me, I don't mind if you don't have anything on your profile words, but if your pictures also don't make any sense, I'm not I'm not giving any any tunnel. Like I'm saving that swipe right. <laughs> Cause if you're not gonna give me something on the, on your profile, at least make your pictures yes, tell me something. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And you can't have a pictures. You're constantly out in the club and say, I don't like going out. But your picture yeah. is out in the club or something. Like, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah. you've got it. <laughs> but yeah, so dating still sucks being locked down. No lie. Yeah, it's, it's very, very interesting. I think um, one thing I do love about like the dating with organically is, you know, obviously when lockdown's all over and done with is we're naturally around people who would be right for us. So for example, I have an absolute love for psychology. I love um, understanding people and understanding the way the mind works. So when I go on to like body language courses or behavioral profiling courses or um, you know psychology-based courses, I tend to be around people that I really connect with. And this is the, the beauty of organic dating. Because when you're automatically around the people that you're attracted to, who you enjoy having conversations with, you're going to have a higher compatibility rate as well. So it, that's just a nice little easy way to actually date organically by going out, doing the things that you enjoy, because the chances are you're also going to meet people who enjoy the same things as you. Catch part two coming out on Sunday.